Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's trash. What? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. What candy do you think is trash? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Bradley, why are we talking about trash candy? Well, because we're getting close to Halloween, your favorite season, and I know you love handing uh, candy out at Halloween. <laughs> I give high fives. No, you don't, because children. you're not supposed to give children high fives. It's a power imbalance. <laughs> we just learned this earlier in the show, but we also know you hate giving out candy, so you give out trash. I do want to talk about trash candy. Mm. She literally opens her recycling bin and says, go That's for it, totally kids. That's true. I uh, get no, really but, good fun things okay. that are uh, not You edible. know how that guy was like, I'm cool. If you have to say it, I'm just saying your toys may not be as exciting as you think. Candystore.com has created a map representing the most popular candies by state. Now, we see these oh. all the time. I love these. Yeah. Because Minnesota always gets it wrong. Well, every state, and I imagine every state feels the same way, right? Mm -hmm. So you go down this list, and I was like, of course, I'm going to click because I love doing this every year. Like, what's the candy we love? Like, I see, I'm looking at this map, and um, uh, Wisconsin has Butterfinger, Mm. Illinois has Sour Patch Kids, Iowa has M&M's. Well. They're all doing well. uh, Minnesota, beep, boop, bop, boop, beep, boop, bop, boop, beep, beep. Hot tamales? No. What? Hot tamales are trash candy. One big mouthful of cinnamon? No thanks. Kids are not obsessed with hot tamales in Minnesota. That said, what my reaction to that was, that's a trash candy. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was a judgment. All you You're hot entitled. tamale lovers, sorry today, about it. <laughs> gone tamale. Uh, <laughs> but, but... You're entitled to your own opinions about what, holy buckets, people got opinions. Yeah, they do. So you're entitled to your own opinions about trash candy, 651-641-1071. That's why we're asking. Yeah. So, okay, do you want to go to the phone? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we've got Kristen on the line. Hi, Kristen. Kristen, what's, Hello. what do you think is trash candy? Yeah, well, I don't think anybody gives this out for Halloween, but if they did, circus peanuts. Okay. Yeah. Aren't they nasty? I, well, you know, what What you're going to learn right now is I'm weird, and I actually enjoy oh, no. circus peanuts. Like That's why but I was honey, quiet over I here. I know they're weird. Like, I fully <laughs> embrace it, and I would never hand those out to children, nor would I high-five <laughs> them. Okay, well, well so you can skip Smarties, then, because that's at Halloween. Uh, I hate Smarties, but... Uh, uh, our friend Colleen loves them. Uh, the, my, they're my pills. Oh, gosh. She likes to take candy <laughs> drugs for, for Halloween. My pills. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. Thanks, Kristen. When I was a kid and we had Smarties at Halloween, I called them my pills. And I would take them and pretend I was taking pills. I'm sure your mother, my mother was a nurse, a nurse. <laughs> was very happy that you were Taking snorting my, my pills. Uh, candy drugs. Okay. Jonathan is on the line. But I get the circus peanuts. Like I, I yeah. don't, I don't begrudge her that. No, you do have your weird candy awareness. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It. I know. It. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan's on the line. Hey, Jonathan, what is a trash candy? Hey, 
my trash candy are those Neko wafers. <gasps> You're getting all oh, of my favorite so old lady candy. I love this no, so much. No, right those are, it's diced sidewalk chalk. <laughs> That's true. You can use them as sidewalk chalk. You really can. Oh, Jonathan. Smarties for life. Thank you, Smarties. Ma- for- hey, you can't come on on the show and defend Smarties yeah, and give Neko wafers crap. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan. All right, let's go to Faith. We've got Faith on the line. You know, you got to have Faith. I have Faith that Faith is not going to pick something I actually enjoy. Faith, what's your well, trash candy? Well, I don't know. Let's go for a three for here. How do you feel about Mounds and Almond Joys? Oh, I guess I don't care one way or the other. I, I'm, I'm less inclined to an Almond Joy. I do enjoy so Mounds. Because I, I think nuts and candy are kind of dumb because, like, nuts are health food. Um, Faith, can I tell you something? Yes. Those are my favorites. Oh, are they really? No. I I have a coworker who says it's everything you sweep off the floor and then stuck in a candy box. (laughs) Oh. Oh my God. Faith. But we said people were entitled to their opinion. It's fine. It's true. And by the way, thank you, Faith, for your call. We just won't argue over the Halloween bag. Well, here's the good news. And this is what I learned. Colleen won't because she won't be there. Because I will, she doesn't participate. I don't give I don't it. Like I don't give it, but my kids take it, and then I get all the almond joys and all the mounds. Oh my god! You don't, don't hand like out it. candy, but you steal your children's candy. Is it stealing if they're not going to eat that? No. I'm like, hey, I will ask them if I there's something that I think Are they're going like, to want. I think this has razor blades. So I'm going to have no, to do. No, I'm a like, test. you guys hate almond joy and mounds. I'll eat them. Thanks. Have a great day. Let's go to Renee. Hi, Renee. Hi, Renee. Hi. Renee, what's a trash candy? Uh, anything black licorice. Agreed. Mm. Like, it's so gross. Good and plenty is more than enough oh, for me. See, I I can eat a handful. I I know. It's sugar. I'm sorry. <laughs> like black jelly beans, black licorice. I hate black jelly go. beans. I hate black licorice jelly beans. Blech. Renee, I love it because I wish. Thank you for your call. By Thanks, the way, Renee. I kind of love the way that Bradley just was like, "Yeah, again, uh, one of my favorites." No, not one of my favorites. Definitely not. And same with like the Necco wafers and circus peanuts. Like I don't; those aren't like my favorites. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy because it. Most of those candies, the reason I enjoy them is because they remind me of my childhood. Like for example, root beer barrels. Mm-hmm. Because they remind me of my grandma, but like I don't get hot for root beer barrels. Like okay, I don't go, yeah. ooh, I need to right. have some root beer barrels. I get it. Like I feel like that about a lemon drop. Like give me a oh, good yeah, lemon, a lemon drop. drop. Like that is a memory. Yeah. But if I'm, you know, if I'm in the snack candy aisle, I'm yeah. not going if I'm for the lemon. My sweets on. I'm not going for the lemon no, drops. I like chewy and fruity, and I like chocolate. So now, Bradley, you and I have controversial uh, trash candy opinions. I already know this. Okay. Um, because, saying. well, I will just say we have said on more than one occasion, mm-hmm. Snickers are yeah, it's terrible. Dumb. It's, dumb. it's dumb. Everybody Snickers thinks they love ter- Snickers. Here's the thing. I will eat all candies. The only candy that I probably would avoid, honestly, is Smarties because I'm just like, it's not worth it. Um, I know we disagree on that. Uh, <laughs> but I, I love actually, um, what are the the smarty-like things what are the chewy there's like a chewy sweet version tarts? sweet tarts i yeah. like sweet tarts but and bottle caps i'll even eat mm-hmm. bottle caps for crying outside what was my point so like there there's are few, there's you eat all the candy i will eat all candy and snickers included but when i think of like if i'm gonna pick a candy bar mm-hmm. out of the hershey's bag mm-hmm. you know all the mix mm-hmm. or no that yeah that that's gonna be is that hershey's no it's mars 
whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if it's Milky Way, Snickers, yeah. Baby Ruth. You got the fun size variety pack. Snickers will be the last one. Yeah. I will eat three Musketeers before I would use a Snickers any day of the week. Because, okay, here's a controversial opinion. I love three Musketeers. Yeah. Mike, I feel like you, you've you got opinions. I see them bubbling. Three Musketeers is absolutely my favorite candy. Number so one, oh, get that one so out of good. there. And number two, nobody said candy corn yet. Oh. That, that Is that I your like, trash candy? I can't do that. <laughs> oh. I like a little bit. I like, yeah. I like a handful. Okay. I like it when it's mixed up with some nuts. Peanuts? I'm in. Peanuts for sure. I am in sure. for the nuts But like the more current. than a handful of that, like that mellow cream or whatever that is that makes those little pumpkins and the candy corns, like... More than a handful, I'm gonna want to barf. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Like the uh, even worse is those little chicks. You know the rabbits and chicks that they have. It made it's made out of like a styrofoam material. It's almost like circus peanuts. I literally don't know. And what I you're can talking eat like about two even. of them, and then I'm I'm done. Why well, Why am I so candy deficient? I don't know. Get Get busy. Uh, Catch up. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for sharing I, your trash. You guys standing. did great job, or a great job, though, because like I'm surprised nobody said anything super controversial, like you know, Twix mm-hmm. or that person would not be M&Ms. welcome in the conversation. Well, no, I mean, I I'm here for listening to people defend their beliefs, but mm, but Twix are too good. Oh God, who doesn't love a Twix? Right? Yeah. Let's uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we gotta. Talk about the pieces that we missed of the story regarding Brad and Angelina, mm. their divorce, Getting dirty. their argument over the winery, and the information that was released as part of the suit after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so yesterday we heard a little bit of more, a little bit of more, a little bit of more, a little bit of more information. Give me, give me a little bit of more, about- a little bit of more. Thank you, Brittany. Uh, who? Okay, we heard a little bit more about what happened on oh, that flight. A lot of it. I more. know it was a lot of bit Girl. more, <laughs> and you got a lot of bit more about it. Uh, that flight, of course, that famous flight that landed uh, in International Falls, Minnesota, carrying uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie and their entire family, which we understood to be a catalyst for her filing. For divorce shortly after. Yeah, well, and now we're learning that that's exactly what happened. And we're getting the context and we're getting the actual allegations. We read that story yesterday from the New York Times, talked about it at the top of the third hour as if it were breaking news. By the way, I haven't heard a lot of people talking about this. I know, I'm shocked. I am too, because you guys, what? and I know a lot of people probably saw a headline about you know something similar. The headline was, Angelina jo- Jolie de- details abuse allegations against Brad Pitt in countersuit. That just sounds like, what? But when I say, remember that airplane mm-hmm. thing? And mm-hmm. then they got divorced. And oh, by the way, if you were in Minnesota, you'll remember if you were listening to our show that we got a listener who called in and said, hey, I know someone who was at the airport when Brad Pitt was there. He was driving around, bumping into things, peeing on the tarmac, etc. Mm-hmm. Made it into national news. It's fine. Forever, Colleen and Bradley will be attached to the story. You're welcome. But... There is now, and the reason I think that some people are just like, I don't know what this is all about, is because we are much further down the road. This was six years ago, and there is currently a battle over this winery that the two of them owned. And Angelina Jolie turned over part of it to what appeared to be competitors for the brand. You know, there was still this uh, sort of acrimonious That's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Acrimonious. Acrimonious? Why does that weird sound word? 
<laughs> Probably because you I can't you keep, just said yeah, I, heard, I heard it as it was coming out. Why does this um, weird sound work? Why does this weird sound word? Because I can't form sentences. Mm-hmm. That's why. It's fine. But the moral of the story is um, they had this contentious lawsuit, but I think people get really like, I don't care that's legal and you're fighting over money and you're two very privileged people. Get on with your lives. It's been six years. Move on. However, when I tell you that the information that was revealed yesterday, and this is why we talked about it, involved not, you know, we knew there was a little bit of Brad Pitt um, being, if not physical, verbal on that plane flight. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we knew that. But now trigger warning, domestic assault. Yeah. uh, And child abuse. So we knew that already. And that this is that is not breaking news. The breaking news is the allegations as she lays them out in this countersuit that is a part of this winery battle. So Mm -hmm. in the fight for this winery or the mm, separation of uh, ownership in this wineries, in this winery, we have uh, gotten like in black and white, highly disturbing allegations that involve Brad Pitt, quote, choking one of their children and striking another in the face, Mm. grabbing Angelina Jolie by the head and shaking her, pouring beer on Angelina Jolie, pouring alcohol on the children, like in detail. And it goes on from there. So that's why it was breaking news yesterday. And that's why I think this story, I know people will say like, no, this is big because remember, this is in the context of over the last year, we've had this rehabilitation effort in the media on the part of Brad Pitt. His people have been working real hard to rehabilitate his image in the aftermath, right? Like, so he comes out of this unscathed without, by the way, acknowledging, acknowledging any of this alleged behavior, Mm -mm. accounting for any of this alleged behavior. He talks about sobriety perhaps, but, um, there is no, there is no commensurate acknowledgement of what got him to that point, right? Like, so I think if you're going to have people sort of look, you know, um, look upon you with uh you know fresh eyes yeah. you have to be honest with them in some way and he's never talked about this no he talks around and above all. it now that said you can argue the merits of putting that in the legal lawsuit angelina jolie felt that it was necessary you can say authorities at the time didn't press charges so you know innocent till proven guilty mm-hmm. but just because and if you read this countersuit Just because charges weren't filed doesn't mean those things didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And we know from Angelina Jolie, one of the reasons she didn't want to press charges Mm -hmm. at the time, not saying it didn't happen, but saying it happened. I didn't want to pursue charges because I didn't want to re-traumatize my kids. That story to me is worth telling. Absolutely. Which is why we're here today. Absolutely. However, in addition, we also need to talk about what Brad Pitt's people have responded because I would imagine... Uh, you would think that if Angelina Jolie's allegations are going to make it out into headlines, Brad Pitt's people are going to come forward. Yeah. What'd they say? Well, they released a statement uh, shortly after yesterday to CNN. Um, that was actually today, uh, the statement, which is why we didn't talk about it yesterday. That the, all the claims laid out in that countersuit uh, filed earlier this week were categorically false. Close. Completely untrue. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So, but again, it's just like you have to believe that. I am, I'm sorry. I'm processing that still that they said that they're completely untrue. Yeah. 
That's bold. Because somebody then, just go with me on this, somebody is telling a story or not telling a story, but there's actual documentation that FBI has. And we just talked about this, about this investigation, about what happened. So that's pretty bold to to well and to say like that's just false. And rem- remember there was this request and this we talked a little bit now I'm going to get in the weeds for the audience mm-hmm. who maybe isn't like as deep as we are, but you have to believe that there are records indicating these allegations contemporaneously to the time they happened, meaning if somebody talked about these things having happened then That lends more credibility to them having happened. Right. And those documents exist. So it is bold to say categorically or completely, completely, what did I say? Completely untrue. Completely untrue. Yeah. Is there more to this story at all that you wanted to share? Okay. That's it. Then we will get to to crazy stupid idiots after this. Dumb people doing dumb things. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. We love it so much. We did an entire film about it. If you haven't gotten that film you have till friday to pay ten dollars to get a digital link so you can watch it at home yep uh but i just heard by the way i just got an email from someone today who was like oh yeah and by the way i finally sat down and watched your video and you guys did okay she said she liked arts best now she may have just been you know blown a little smoke but i mean i think everybody got that email i'm just kidding all great they are all incredibly entertaining so yeah do go to mytalk1071.com keyword project or i think it's like right there on the front page if you miss it wait for a second it'll come back don't worry about it uh but now let's get to those crazy stupid idiots well then i guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Like Jersey City. Jersey City. Specifically the Newport Center Mall, which now, look, uh, I'm actually going to talk about something that's really scary, but trust me, there's nothing scary here. Okay. But it was the potential for something scary that earned this story, crazy, stupid, idiot status. And in this case, it's not an actual person. It's a thing that becomes the crazy, stupid idiot. A thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Okay, so I'm going to set the scene for you. About 3.30, Saturday, October 1st, the first of nine calls were made to the Jersey City Police Department about a possible active shooter situation at the three-level mall near the downtown area. Social Mm. media users began warning people to stay away from the mall. I mean, this is sadly, tragically, a very, um, well, all-too-common experience in the world we live, right? In 2022. And people do take it quite seriously, as well they should. Yeah, as well they should. So none of that is crazy, stupid, idiot-worthy. People were saying, like, if uh, if you're in Jersey City, don't go around Newport Mall. Just try to go to the mall. Everyone was leaving. Cops were showing up. They had to turn around and leave. City spokesman Kimberly Wallace Scalcione said police quickly determined there was not an active shooter situation. Mm. It was something that made people think there was an active shooter. Is it like a movie poster or something? No. 
you're thinking like it's a picture of someone shooting yeah, or something. Yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't no. know. Or like this was sort of cut out this, or something. Literally, I'm laughing because I you can see how this happened and it's just so absurd. But also 2022. Yeah. There was a machine that made people think there was an active shooter. Like a popcorn popper or something? Yes. Oh, dear. A malfunctioning popcorn mm. machine caused people to think that fi- that shots were being fired near the apparently um uh they thought you know again i'm not going to get into all the details but essentially they there was like they they said it was in an area that it wasn't in and they it literally took them forever to figure this out but ultimately they found out that it was this popcorn machine um, where people were, you know, alarms were going off, people were running and screaming. It was, you know, taken very seriously. But, like, you can't malfunction a popcorn machine in 2022 no. and not have people think there's something much worse happening. And, you know, honestly... Which is totally understandable. Absolutely. And I, I, I want to tell you, I don't want to interrupt you, but I do want to add on to something. Yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Um, I have this... Uh, click in the back of my it's in fact it's funny because i was just talking about boulevard and i'm like i need to bring my car in because i have the lock of my trunk must need grease or something Mm -hmm. because when i unlock it or open my trunk automatically Mm -hmm. it goes pop pop like really loud and sometimes it'll do three pops in a succession oh gosh and every time it does that i see people turn yeah i'm like oh god i need to get this fixed because people (laughs) think that that's Again, all too common experience is hearing noises that potentially could be gunshots and everybody's on high alert. Yeah, we are rightfully jumpy. Yeah. Uh, I will say it's a it's a good thing that nobody else got hurt in the Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like as you exit a place, it's never yeah. orderly. Like nobody's like you know, in a single file line, casually walking out, uh, you know, to take cover. Everybody runs. Yeah. So it is a good thing that nothing else. Nothing I know. Worse happened. Okay, uh, we are going to go to Reagan National Airport near Washington, D.C. now. Will you go with me on that journey? Sure. Um, we are flying a regional carrier called Republic Airways, and we are going to meet. That's a thing? Rebe- apparently. Oh, I didn't know. That. Rebecca Valley. Okay, She's a Rebecca. flight attendant, and she got herself into some trouble. Big trouble, in fact. So, you know, you have to go through the TSA line. And I, I've never actually personally had to take jewelry off in the TSA line. Um, but sometimes I think people do. And a passenger took a bracelet off to go through security. And then it vanished. They couldn't find this bracelet. And it was kind of a big deal. Yeah, sure. Because it's an $8,000 bracelet. That would perk my you attention. You might want that back. Uh, well... They were like, you know what we got to do? We got to check the footage. Now, you'd think, you'd think people would realize that there's probably a number of cameras on a number of different angles at TSA. You'd think. Well, apparently Rebecca Valley was not counting on that when she decided to walk by and swipe that $8,000 bracelet. Okay. So now... Uh, Lori, nope, that's not her name. Her name is Rebecca Valley is in big trouble because she got caught. 
uh, on the camera taking that $8,000 bracelet and she's facing charges for grand larceny. Yeah, no, that'll do it. She's probably going to also lose her job. Finders keepers. No, that's not a thing. Yeah. Where are we going next, trainer? Uh, We are going to a Canadian town. And I do like their bacon. Canadian town. Oh, just Canadian, Canadian bacon. bacon. It's not really bacon. It's just ham. I know. It's, so it's nice. in circles. And I don't really like it, actually. <laughs> I don't like Canadian bacon. I'm not really a big ham person. I'll eat it. It's a whole separate a conversation. Story. Okay. I want to take you to a Southern Alberta hamlet. I'm not going to tell you the name right now because it all plays into the story. But I'm going to tell you that they have erected a giant statue. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand, and so I'm making them my crazy, stupid idiot status, uh, or I'm making them a crazy, stupid idiot today. So it's a giant statue of fingers mm-hmm. holding something you're going to want to put in your mouth, and it's the thing that you're going to want to put in your mouth and the fingers, the statue, really. It's a 17-foot-tall mm-hmm. statue with mm-hmm. fingers. Mm-hmm. Holding something you're going to want to put in your mouth. Got it. Mm-hmm. You want to guess what it is? Fried chicken. No. Would I make that my crazy I, I don't know. Idiot? I just thought about something I'd put in my mouth right I now, and fried chicken to. fit the bill. Nope. It's not fried chicken. You want to give at least one uh, other guess? Okay, here? something you're going to want to put in your mouth. Yeah. Fingers and something. Beef jerky. Beef jerky. No, it is not beef jerky, but it is, is it a, a snack meat, food. Is it a meat product? It's a snack food. No, okay. it is not a meat product, but it's something you'd pick up at a gas station. Mm, mm-hmm. It is a ripple chip. No, but you're getting closer. It is a giant Cheeto. A 17-foot tall statue of fingers holding a Cheeto. And by the way, the fingers are dusted with Cheeto dust. What I've learned between yesterday and today is. is that we should have been artists because. Oh, yeah. You know, yesterday, remember, remember it was an artist who sell, who sold, who sold, sold aluminum cans filled with his own urine. Yeah. For a lot of money, for like 600 bucks. Yeah. And today we have Cheeto Finger, the statue. Cheeto Fingers, the statue, all because of the Southern Alberta hamlet, as it's described. Small town, I would assume. Of Cheetle. Now, do you know what Cheetle is? So I used to read Sniglets when I was young. Yep. Which was, uh, you know. What's his name? Yeah, I can't remember his name. But it was like words that, you know, they put together to make another word. And Cheetle was the name that he gave to the dust on your fingertips. That's exactly what it is. So uh, the dust from the fingers in honor of the the town's name Cheetle, they decided to erect a 17-foot first-of-its-kind statue featuring three fingers. Covered in Cheetle. Oh, my God. Holding up a giant, majestic orange. Excuse me, I get emotional. Mm-hmm. Well, Cheetos make me cry a little bit, too. Cheeto. Um, and uh, so, you know, I mean, why not, right? Wow. That is taxpayer dollars at work right there. The Town Beautification Committee <laughs> really knocked it out of the I park. I don't know if they actually, if the town itself paid for it i was just looking to make sure like i'm curious about how i really would like the backstory this according to the 2021 census cheetle has a population of 83 people which is down 25 percent 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get maybe a glorious picture. Maybe it was the statue that did it. If you want uh, a picture of the Cheeto, the Cheeto, Cheeto statue, hurry up. Because apparently, according to the release, the statue is only going to be up for another month. So it's not permanent. Which just, uh, which gives me a lot of other questions, like, like where, is where it do you go? move a Cheetle statue? Well, and it looks like you could just like screw unscrew the fingies, yeah, and then like I mean that'd Take be kind of cool them. to have like a just a giant Cheeto finger in your house. Maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll separate the Cheeto <laughs> fingers. This is like something some town in Minnesota should do because people would flock to it, and then they'd have a whole tourist attraction. If I were this town, I wouldn't get rid of it. Well, no, it seems like dumb. I bet that people do a Cheetle festival. People would drive out of their way to take a picture by this darn thing. You're right. I mean, this could be the key to revitalizing Cheetle. It's true. Maybe they don't want to be revitalized, though. This feels like a Christopher Guest movie. It totally does. It totally does. But you can imagine the people in Cheetle are like, we don't want people from outside coming into our town. We don't even miss that statue away. We don't even miss that 25% that moved away. Rich the one who did that book. Sniglets. Yeah. It was hilarious when I was a kid. I thought Whatever it was real happened funny. to Rich Hall? Good question. Oh, you know shoot. what? We'll have you do that research while we take a break. When we come back, we're going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. Live. After this on My Talk 1071. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 